0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. This is your home for tips, insight and discussion on the Premier League and English Football League. We're going to do our best over the course of the next, what, 45 minutes or so to inform your accumulators for the weekend, uh, bringing you our tips and highlights across all of the divisions. Uh, this show is as ever sponsored by our partners at Spreadex, and you can get I bet 25, get 25 offer if you go to spreadix.com forward slash FBP. Uh, So I'm Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker.
1: Welcome to the show guys, new and old. How's it going?
0: We're on the back of a heartbreaking weekend last week, aren't we, in terms of the trebles. So for anybody who's new, every week we either give a treble each at the end of the show or last week because there weren't many games. We did a joint treble and uh, it was so close to winning. It was just a 91st minute goal that Blackpool conceded to to cost the treble. So very good.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, I would probably use stronger terms when talking about my reaction to the treble (laughs) losing in the uh, 91st, 92nd minute. Uh, So, yeah, very, very frustrating. I was genuinely... Genuine, and this might be why we conceded. I was genuinely drafting together the the winner tweet. I was getting ready, so I could. You
0: jinxed that, didn't you?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I could be, I could be quick on the draw, but uh, I had egg on my face uh, when Plymouth managed to notch a late equaliser. But Tom, uh, as you said, not many games last week because of the international landscape that is behind us now. And we're back with a full slate of Premier League and EFL football.
0: Yeah, uh, slightly different this weekend because it's Easter. Um, So Friday, we've got the first round of Football League games. uh, And then Premier League is across the kind of whole Easter Easter weekend. So we're going to look at Friday's Football League games. As you rightly mentioned, Tom Offair, there are games in the Football League on Monday. Uh, we're not going to cover them in the show, but we will tweet out our tips for uh, for Monday's EFL games.
1: Yeah, I just feel like, especially at this stage of the season, you know, something can look totally different after the weekend's results. So I'd rather not try and predict too far in the future. Um, and yeah, we'll put them up on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. Is the handle, and we'll remind you of that towards the end of the show so you can uh, get involved. But Tom, the Premier League is back.
0: It is, uh, kicking off with Chelsea against West Brom on Saturday. Chelsea priced at 1 to 5, the draw priced at 11 to 2, and West Brom priced massively, as you'd expect, at 14 to 1. So Before we properly dive in, all the odds we're going to read out on the show today are courtesy of SpreadX. Um, I think with Chelsea, it's pretty obvious, one to five, that they should definitely win at home to West Brom. 15 games uh, without defeat for Chelsea, seven clean sheets in a row. And I think for me, I'm going to go with the market that we correctly tipped um, a couple of shows ago when uh, Chelsea were playing in the FA Cup. And that's Chelsea to win to nil. Eight to 11 is the price for Chelsea uh, to get a result to nil, which is a lot better than the one to five on nose. And considering, like I say, seven clean sheets in a row, you could definitely see that being an eighth against this pretty toothless West Brom side.
1: Yeah, and I'll just add in a lovely little uh, segued fact that West Brom have not scored in six of their last eight games. Mm. So there you go. There's a a cherry Beautiful. on top of your uh, of your both teams to score. No Chelsea win. Cake. Beautiful. Uh,
0: up next then Leeds Sheffield United. Leeds priced at eight to fifteen. The draw ten to three, and Sheffield United five to one. Anything you like the look of here?
1: Yeah, I mean Leeds are normally on the ban list, aren't they? But mm. Yeah. I think with Paul Heckingbottom in charge, Sheffield United's. Obviously, the international break would have done them well. I don't think they would have lost too many players. Uh, they would have had some good time on the training ground. So I do expect a response, but I think we can pretty much trust Leeds eight to fifteen. Yeah, I I fully expect Leeds to get this get this win, but I do fancy Sheffield United to come out of the bro- uh, Come out of the blocks swinging.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think Leeds will win. I I don't know. If- by swinging, do you think they'll get on the score sheet? I'm looking no, at them. absolutely and... not. No, you know, six games uh, out of the last seven, Sheffield United have failed to score a goal. They've lost uh, six of the last seven games to nil. So, yeah, I could see uh, a Leeds win to no. I don't think they'll batter Sheffield United, but, yeah, I could see a steady win for
1: yeah. Leeds. Yeah, when I, when I say swinging, I mean, they'll come out, they'll press well, they'll, you know, they'll... Be working hard. The endeavour will be there. The togetherness will be there. But ultimately, the quality probably won't be. Yeah,
0: absolutely. OK, up next, uh, 5.30 is Leicester against Man City. Leicester 5-1. to The draw 16-5 to and Man City 8-15. to City 14 points clear now at the top of the Premier League uh, with just, what, eight games to go. It's looking pretty ominous for everybody else. Yeah. Um, I expect the Man City bandwagon to to go rolling on here at eight to fifteen. Um, probably, to be fair, one of the one of the better prices we've seen for Man City in uh, in recent weeks and months.
1: Yes, it is, and I like it because you've got Leicester with the seventh best home record in the league. They're actually top, including with Man City in there, but they have played a game more. Uh, the Foxes, they're top of the away table, so it's clear to see. Uh, where they've been getting their results. At home, Tom, they've played 14 won 7 drew one and lost six. Mm. So this is definitely a scenario that Man City, you know, I I, I like this way round. If it was at the Etihad, of course, I would still fancy City, but I would be a bit more wary of Leicester. Uh, they've been a little bit disappointing at the KP. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. It's, it's one of the better prices for, you know, a runaway a runaway uh, title challenger.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, so, up next, then we've got Arsenal against Liverpool. Arsenal priced at 21 to 10, the draw 5 to 2, and Liverpool 5 to 4 favourites for this one. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to look at anything um, on the result market outright here. I'm more interested in goals. Uh, it seems like whenever these two sides play each other, goals follow very closely. So, Um, Head-to-head, eight of the last nine games have been both teams to score. Seven consecutive games have been uh, over 2.5 goals. So very strong goal stats, which, you know, I guess take your pick here from from both teams to score and over 2.5. As far as I'm concerned, I think they both come in. Eight to 11 is over 2.5. Both teams to score, four to seven. So, we're getting a bit better there for the uh, for the over
1: 2.5. Yeah, we are. Um, Arsenal, history is with them under Arteta. Uh, they've only lost one of the last four meetings, uh, Arteta, against Liverpool. So, something to look at. Uh, Arsenal haven't lost at home to Liverpool in the last three meetings either. Uh, that, the third one uh, does go back. To 2018 so you can disregard that one if you're not into the historical stuff um so yeah I'm, I'm not really convinced by either result tom so i'd probably also go down the market that you're talking about there because whew, it's, it's a toss-up isn't it yeah it
0: really is it really is so that is it for the premier league on saturday moving to sunday uh, southampton against burnley kicks us off the saints are 10th tenth- the Saints are 11 to 10 uh, for the win. The draw is 9 to 4, and Burnley are 13 to 5. Uh, I, d- I don't know with this one. I'll probably avoid it, to be honest. 4 to
1: 6, uh, under 2.5 goals, Tom.
0: Uh, it's taken a while, hasn't it? Yeah,
1: it has. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to uh, make a little joke there about that exact <laughs> that exact thing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> new listeners to the show will will know that. I won't know. Sorry that me and Tom have been tipping up under two point five in a lot of Premier League games. Um, you know, historically this season there has been more, especially in the games uh, at the top of the table, than there has been in modern history. Modern history is twenty ten onwards, and yeah, I, I feel the same way again. I look at you know, I look at Southampton's results. It's only actually two of their last six games that have been under two point five. But then my under 2.5 babies in Burnley, (laughs) um, 9 of 11, under 2.5 for Burnley. They are pretty much safe. I think, you know, Southampton are pretty much safe. I'd be absolutely amazed if either of those went down. And it could be a case of I don't dare Give you three points. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't dare lose, especially not to you. So yeah. I can see it possibly being a draw and yeah, under 2.5 for me.
0: Yeah, could definitely see that one. Uh, draws, draws not bad there, nine to four. Up next, then uh, Newcastle against Spurs. Newcastle priced at nine to two. The draw is three to one and Tottenham at eight to 13 to get the win. Uh, I'd be looking at Tottenham here, I, I, plainly for the fact that it's against Newcastle and they are an absolute sinking ship right now. Um, yeah. So this price for Spurs isn't too bad. Uh, Newcastle, no wins in six. Tottenham have got, what, four wins in the last five games. So uh, they have started to turn things around a bit after Mourinho came under a bit of pressure. Um, yeah, just three points outside the top four of Spurs. So, yeah, for them to get the win 8-13 to 13, isn't bad.
1: Yeah, I agree. Tottenham, yeah, they're not exactly the happiest camp in the world at the moment, are they? But it could be worse. You could be Newcastle. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is the weekend for me that you know Newcastle could realistically drop into that bottom three. Uh, we're going to get on to the, the Fulham game uh, next, I believe. But yeah, uh, Tottenham for me, 8-13. Uh, they should have enough to get the job done.
0: Yeah. Right then, as you mentioned, the Fulham game is up next. Aston Villa... Against Fulham Villa, priced at 13 to 10. The draw is 9 to 4, and Fulham are also 9 to 4. Um, based on what you were kind of alluding to when we spoke about Newcastle and Spurs just then, do you expect Fulham to get something from this game?
1: Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I expect them to get something. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna go and say that they're gonna go out and win, mm-hmm. unfortunately, Cottages fans, uh, but you know. They haven't lost in their last nine away games in a Premier League. I don't, I don't know if people are aware of that. And I don't think people are talking about that enough. Like, that is a very, very handy little record.
0: I agree. And, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Villa, and you know, they, since Grealish has got injured, you know, we're talking about uh, one of the elite attacking talents in the league and someone that Dean Smith has clearly built the team around. I don't think it's any disgrace that they've dropped off since his injury. Uh, they, I, I saw Grealish in full kit, well, training kit on grass <laughs> today on social media. What that means, whether he'll be involved at the weekend or if he's literally just getting out for the first time and he's still weeks away, I really don't know. Mm. I would check to see how much he's involved. Uh, before going in, I, I rate him that highly on anything Fulham persuasion, but yeah, Fulham price at nine to four. I, I don't know how you're feeling, Tom, but I, I just don't know if I want to stretch that far.
0: No, yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, I was also looking at for alternative markets here, our old little favourite under 2.5. Um, I don't think this is going to be a high score and a fair four to six for under 2.5, so the bookies agree uh, five consecutive Villa games have been under 2.5 and eight of the last 10 Fulham games have also been under 2.5. So mm-hmm. um, if you're not confident in the result, um, potentially don't want to go for, for Fulham double chance, whatever maybe Grealish does play, I think either way, this will be low scoring.
1: Yeah, double chance just for the record for Fulham, 13 to 20. Cool. That's not bad. That's not bad really, is it? No, it's all right.
0: Um, right up next then, Man U against Brighton. United are thirteen to twenty. Brighton are three to one. No, they're not. The draw is three to one, and Brighton are seventeen to four. Do you feel confident enough in Manchester United to get a win against this kind of unpredictable Brighton side, who have got two wins on the bounce? Now they're starting to uh, ease themselves clear of relegation. They've got what a game in hand and they're six points away. So you think another kind of Another what, four, five, six points and they're pretty much there in the remaining nine games.
1: Do um, you think they could cause an upset this weekend? Possibly. Don't trust United. I've said it on the on the show many times. It depends how you want to spin it, Tom. Uh, for example, does this team sound good to you? Uh, beat Milan 1-0 away, beat West Ham going for the top four, 1-0 at home, beat Man City, one of the best teams in Europe. away. Uh, They drew 0-0 away at a good Chelsea side. They beat Real Sociedad 4-0 away. Do you like the sound of this team?
0: They sound fantastic.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, what about 0-0 against Palace? Uh, What about uh, 1-1 with West Brom? What about losing to Sheffield United at home 2-1, close to historically the worst Premier League side in history? Uh, How do you feel about them now?
0: Now they sound like a team who uh, who buckle a bit under the weight of expectation.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you know, I I haven't backed United, especially at home, for God months and months and months, and that is not changing against the XG champions, uh, Brighton. Massive banana skin potential for me.
0: Uh, yeah, I can see it. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if if United did get a comfortable win, but either way, I can understand the caution. Um, it kind of leans me to look at over 2.5 goals. I think this is two sides who will, obviously we know Brighton don't just go to places like Old Trafford and sit back and defend and try and take a point. They will play the right way as they always do. Um, As will United, it's kind of shown in the uh, last few meetings between these two, six consecutive games have been over 2.5 goals. So just to run through, a few of those you've got three two two one three one three nil three two and three nil. Um Manchester United often coming out on top, but goals from both sides as you can see there, so five to six for over two point five could be an alternative route to go down here.
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm all in on that. As you said, it, it's it's gonna be a it's going to be a very interesting game i think it'll be good, uh, one good for the neutrals so
0: agree uh,
1: yeah yeah i'm just not 100% in on either side result wise that's all
0: yeah absolutely so up next then we've got everton against crystal palace this is on monday uh, everton are 3 to 4 the draw is 5 to 2 and palace are 4 to 1 anything you fancy out of these two
1: no but i think it's another banana skin for me you've got everton uh, 15th best home record this season tom that's worse than southampton villa burnley leeds palace themselves and then obviously the the rest of the the top 8 is you know pretty self-explanatory west ham up there in second credit to them but yeah it's it's been dreadful at home they've lost more than they've won uh, played 14 won 5 drew 2 Lost seven, Tom. Scored 19 at home. And that is it. Brighton, everyone talks about how they struggle to hit the back of the net. They've scored 16. Newcastle, 17. Mm. So this this is a woeful uh, underperformance from the Toffees at Goodison Park. And again, same earlier as I mentioned regarding Leicester. You know, if Everton are away, this is a different story. But again, just Mm. there's too many flags for me with Everton and a sticky Palace team.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Um, I am kind of leaning towards Everton here, three to four, mainly. I take your arguments, I completely understand them. I'm just kind of looking down the route now. What are Palace going for? We're getting to that on-the-beach stage Mm -hmm. of the season. Palace very much mid-table, 11 points off the drop, what, 12 points off a Europa League place. So. They're not going anywhere apart from mid-table. Whereas Everton are, what, three points off Europa League with a game in hand, uh, five points off Champions League with a game in hand. We've got here a team with everything to play for still. So uh, against a team who may not be quite at the races in Palace because they, they don't have much to go for, I'm starting to lean towards Everton. Just to add on to that as well, Everton do have a good record against Palace. They've not lost for 12 consecutive games. Against them, so, so yeah, for me, uh, I'm a bit more strong on a, on Overton than you are. Okay, fair enough. Uh, finally, then we've got one more game in the Premier League on Monday, Wolves against West Ham. Wolves priced at 15 to eight, the draw 11 to five, West Ham six to four. I don't know about you, but for me, I will just leave this one.
1: Yeah, please, can we go to the Championship?
0: <laughs> we can do but let's first just talk about our sponsors briefly spread
1: yeah so we're really delighted to be partnering with SpreadX uh, on the show as we've mentioned we've brought to you all the odds today from their fixed odds service they also offer spread betting they are the market leaders in that category uh, spread betting does come with greater risk and greater reward um, for gambling so if you're interested in learning a little bit more about it You can send us a DM, uh, you can go on their YouTube channel, learn all about spread betting. But yeah, we are also focusing on a fixed odds service, uh, which we use every week now. So Tom has also touched on the bet 25, get 25. There's a couple of terms and conditions uh, in that you have to uh, put that 25 pounds on a single at greater odds of one to two. And then your 25 pounds is split into five. £5 pound bets. Uh, but, yeah, please use the code wwwspreadexcom slash FBP. You can help support the show. And we'd like to thank SpreadX once again for their continued support. Absolutely. So
0: um,
1: let's check out the championship then. Is there anything
0: straight off the bat which catches your eye?
1: What catches my eye is... Um, <laughs> The first two notes that I have here are regarding games that I think will be really boring. So <laughs> we're, we're going to start off with Watford instead. Um, we'll wait. We'll cover the boring <laughs> stuff later. Watford home Sheffield uh, Sheffield United, maybe not next season. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, 40-85 to 85 with X. Watford, Tom, best home. I mean, I read it out last you week did. in terms of the, we were covering Peterborough at home. Watford second best home record in England that is fudged a little bit because man city have had a week off but who cares they've won 15 of 17 at home and um, and yeah like i said they got one of the best home records in the country wednesday struggling a little bit it's looking more and more likely that they will be playing league 1 football next season they did beat barnsley on their last uh, in their last away game which was a very, very good performance. However, before that, uh, there were certainly um, some alarm bells, I think it's fair to say. And I think Watford, with all credit to Barnsley, we're all in love with the Barnsley story. I think Watford away is a much more daunting challenge. 40 to 85 with X.
0: Yep, I can definitely see that one coming in. Really like that one. I actually think you could... Probably look into the handicap market here. I think Ooh. I think Watford will win by at least one goal. Uh, handicap market for that is six to four. Watford minus one. I also think they'll probably score a few um, against Sheffield Wednesday. I do like as a bit of an outsider. Bigger price. Watford to score over two point five goals. It's priced at twelve to five. Uh, And I'm saying that because I'm just looking at their last few games, things have really started to click in an attacking sense. Um, They scored four past Rotherham, three past Birmingham. And then prior to that, uh, you've had two past Cardiff, a couple past Wickham, uh, three past Blackburn and then six past Bristol City as well. At home, so yeah, they have been banging in the goals in the the last few weeks. So, yeah, you know, that could be the case again against this struggling Sheffield Wednesday side. I'm on board, he's on board. Join the Mm. club, (laughs) right? For me, we've looked at Watford, let's look at Norwich. Um, Surely, gonna seal their place and immediate return. Into the Premier League in just a few weeks' time. They're four to six to get a win away at Preston, who have recently sacked manager uh, Alex Neil after a few years in charge. So Frankie McAvoy is uh, in caretaker charge of Preston until the end of the season, when we imagine they'll very much get a get a replacement for Neil on a permanent basis for the summer. Uh, so Preston just in a little bit of limbo now. They're not going to. Go down there, what, nine points away from the relegation zone. I think they'll be pretty much safe. But Norwich, everything to play for, as I say. Promotion, beckons, unbeaten in 10 consecutive games, winning nine of the last 10. So, yeah, another win, surely, for for Norwich this weekend.
1: Yep, on board, uh, runaway leaders and uh, best team in the league by an absolute distance. Let's talk about Bristol City and Stoke. I don't know why this just screams draw at me. I went through a little bit of research and I think I've got a compelling argument. So it's a bit of a dead rubber. Uh, Neither side, especially Stoke, recently they had the most outside of chances of making the playoffs. The most outside chance. That has definitely gone now. Bristol City, you know, their season pretty much ended a while ago. So there's that to take into consideration. Are either team going to be right up for it? Possibly not. And then you have a look at Stoke. I mean, their away record, Tom, is 1-4, lost Mm 6, drew 9 of 19. So they they've drawn more than any other result on the road. Uh, they've been really poor away from home as well. They haven't won in their last eleven, and then Bristol City have been really poor at home and no wins in six. So it it just feels like two bad teams with nothing to play for, going kind of head to head but not really one into an eleven to five. You know, I was just having a look through. It just screams draw at me, and I wanted to read it out.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Both these sides now. You know what? Stoke 11th, Bristol City 14th. You're not going to go anywhere apart from mid-table again. So, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe a lack of motivation. Just, just building a, a, a bit well. of
1: a meh.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is meh. And yeah. it's a good price for the draw. It you're is. right. I'm going to look at Cardiff against Forest then. Uh, Cardiff priced at 23-20 to 20 for the victory. I like it. I know you're not so keen, but... Uh,
1: I'll let I'll let you have your point first.
0: Go on. I, I think Cardiff will get the victory here. Cardiff in eighth place, uh, four points outside the playoffs. Had a really good run since Mick McCarthy's come in. They've lost just one of the last 10 games. So, yeah, I just think they're a much better side than us, especially at home. You know, they've had some decent results at home against teams who have been in and around Forrest's position. Um, in the last... Five games. Uh, they've beaten Coventry 3 1, Preston 4 0, Derby 4 0. And Cardiff are one of those sides who I feel like we're never typically that good against. I appreciate we beat them in the FA Cup earlier this season, but in the league, we've really tended to struggle against Cardiff. We've won literally like one of the last 11, 11 games against them, uh, Cardiff winning nine of those. So it's a it's a team we typically struggle to play. And I don't think that's going to change considering that we've not won in the last six games, not kept a clean sheet in the last six games, really struggling to score goals. So I think Cardiff will win this one comfortably.
1: Yeah, you make a good argument. And whenever we want to back our own points up, we kind of skew the stats. We all, we all do it. Every single person does it. If if a team has won, uh, if a team has drew ten games in a row, you can say they're unbeaten in ten. Sounds amazing, or you can say they haven't won in ten. It sounds bloody awful. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think that's kind of what you're doing with Cardiff a little bit. I don't mean to to call you out, but they have only won one of the last four games, Tom. And when I look a bit closer, yeah, they beat uh, Swansea, good result, but they drew 0 nil at home to Stoke. Um. Previously before that, they lost against Watford. That was in the last minute. That was a good performance. I will give them that. Previously before that, they drew 0-0 against Huddersfield, a poor Huddersfield side. Previously before that, again, a good 4-0 home win over Derby. And it just doesn't strike me with any kind of momentum. that They're so stop-start. And, you know, the last... I mean, you have a look at their... Their last seven games have only scored more than one twice in that period. And Forest, yeah, shocking season. <laughs> Terrible season. Awful team to watch. But, you know, they people thought they would lose against Reading, managed the 1-1 draw quite fortuitously. And then people thought they would get beat away at Brentford. They managed to scrap a miracle 1-1 there definitely Cardiff for the favorites and if you know this game was played 10 times Cardiff would win probably 6 or 7 of them but i just think this forest side are a little bit too sticky to be uh to be going against when the opposition Cardiff are not exactly bang at it for, also i do oh by the way by the way i just completely forgot i was so anti your tip. I forgot to read out my own. So <laughs> I have got a tip for this game. It's under 2.5, uh, 8 to 15. It seems pretty nailed on. Cardiff, four of the last six, under 2.5. Forest, 10 in a row, under 2.5. 8 to 15. Looks pretty decent considering. We're
0: so boring.
1: <laughs> we're dreadful to watch. Uh, so Forest boring. fans cannot wait for the summer. But, yeah, 10 games in a row under 2.5. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my tip for that game. But, you know, you want to go for Cardiff and I respect that.
0: Yeah, I, I do think this will finish under 2.5. And you did say, um, you know, Cardiff struggled to score more than one. I think they could just score one and that would be enough, to be mm. honest, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a fair point.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see how that one goes. Um, any more from the Championship that you like? No, thanks. Right. In that case, then, I uh, don't think there is for me either. No, nope, let's move to League One.
1: Well, I'll get us kicked off with Ipswich. <clears throat> I've chosen the Ipswich game to get us kicked off, Tom, because I want to create a little bit of debate on the show. I, I like it when we, we don't necessarily always agree. Um, we've got Ipswich um, at 10 to 11, home against Bristol Rovers. But obviously. You know, these two have got contrasting expectations uh, for the end of the season. Ipswich, under now Paul Cook, are nicely in eleventh. I know that sounds bad, but they've played thirty six games. Gillingham in sixth have played thirty nine, and they're only um, four point. They're only three points off a playoff spot, so they are. Even though Ipswich fans would like to be in, you know, the top three or four, they are still nicely placed to make something happen. And Bristol Rovers, two points off safety, so big contrast here. Um, both been poor recently, uh, not getting away from that. This is uh, I look at this time as a must-win for Ipswich, and possibly, possibly got the worst opposition that you could choose um, in terms of recent form. Uh, Bristol Rovers' bottom of the form table over the last five games with just one point. Joey Barton linked with the Preston North End job. So possibly Joey that's Barton's... A, a weird one. <laughs> it's a strange one. It could be his last game. Um, I think he's had around nine or ten games with the Pirates. He could be on his way. So there is definitely uncertainty um at Bristol Rovers and yeah, they're one to three to be relegated now. They've not scored in four of their last five. I just I look at how bad Bristol Rovers are and I look at Ipswich who on their day are still a good league one side and I I, I we should be seeing an Ipswich win. We should be seeing that. Uh ten to eleven appreciate it, it not being great recently but fancy the Tractor boys.
0: Yeah, I don't know what debate you were uh, expecting to conjure up there. Well, I, I Completely I, agree I, with you. <laughs> well,
1: I thought you might I know you're pretty anti Ipswich so I thought you might uh yeah. <laughs> no,
0: no, know, no, no. No, Throw uh,
1: something at me.
0: No, no, I completely agree. I think it, this is a great chance for Ipswich to uh close up on that playoff um that playoff pack. And I just, I just want to point out as well, you know, you say how bad Bristol Rovers are. I really hope some people got on the 12-1 to 1 tip at the start of the season mm. that we gave out for Bristol Rovers to get relegated. Looking good now.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's a good point.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree with that one completely. I think they'll get the win. Um, another team who I think will continue their march up the league, we... Hit them every week and they they do as good pretty much every week it's Sunderland the 19 to 20 uh, they're at home to Oxford so a little bit of a tougher game this weekend for Sunderland but they're unbeaten in 12 consecutive games um, Oxford not quite what they were um, what about six weeks six weeks ago a couple of months ago I think it's fair to say uh, when they went on about a seven game winning run uh, very inconsistent now they've Won three, drawn three and lost three of their last nine games. So, so yeah, very, very inconsistent and stop-start. I think Sunderland have just got everything going for them at the moment. They're full of momentum. Uh, Streaky Lee is on one of his winning streaks. Yeah, six wins in the last seven games. That includes the, the FH Football League trophy win. Um, and I think it's going to be... They're not going to batter Oxford here. Absolutely not. I think it's going to be close. Like, you know, we had the 1-0 last weekend against Bristol Rovers. I think we could be in for potentially similar here. 1-0, 2-1, something like that. But resulting in another three points for Sunderland.
1: Yeah, Oxford, Oxford are capable, aren't they? Definitely mm. capable. But yeah, when, when Sunderland are in this mood, it is very hard to resist. And priced very nicely as well, I might add. Hull City, another team with promotion uh, credentials are currently sat top of the tree, actually. Uh, A point clear of Peterborough and uh, three points clear of Sunderland. But they've played, (laughs) because of League One this season, they've played two more than Sunderland and one more than Peterborough. But no matter where they are in that top three, they're in the mix and that's all that matters. They're playing against the crew side. You know, we like this podcast to be fun. So I'm not going to focus on what's been happening at crew this week, uh, as as important as it is. Um, But there's definitely some off the field distractions there at the moment that I think will play a part this week. On the pitch, Hull, uh, they are fifth in the form table for away games over the last six. They've won three due to loss one. So decent i'd say without being you know without leaping off the page crew 11th typically mid table in the same um run of fixtures at home so uh, they've won just two of their six at home Uh, fancy Hull six to five bottom line is they are a lot more dangerous than crew
0: Mm. yeah completely agree i had Hull down myself i think they'll get a A good win. There's some good prices floating around in League One, isn't there? This weekend um, for these top for these top sides as well. Um, Another good price that I found is in the Northampton against Shrewsbury match. I don't think many people probably expected us to tip up something here, but um, (laughs) not going for the outright result market. We're going to go for both teams to score. It's priced at eleven to ten, which is really juicy. Um, Shrewsbury seems to be kind of both teams to score merchants, believe it or not. Not the first team that springs to mind when you think of goals, but um, eight of the last 10 Shrewsbury games have been both teams to score. And when these two sides have played each other, nine of the last 10 Northampton against Shrewsbury games have been both teams to score. Uh, Northampton themselves, 11 consecutive games without a clean sheet in this fixture. Uh, So, the market here, the, well, the price here for both teams to score at 11 to 10, when all stats point towards both teams to score, uh, is looking good to me.
1: Yeah, definitely. Had this one uh, wrote down uh, as well. No, I didn't. Not one bit. Uh, I was <laughs> going to say, bit. yeah, right. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, good little nugget, that one. Um, really happy with that. Tom, I'm in forgiving mood, mate. Uh, yeah. I know we spoke about this off air in uh, you nearly had a heart attack. But I'm still in love with Blackpool. Even though they conceded the 91st, 92nd, whatever minute goal it was against Plymouth to cost the treble, which I was very angry at at the time. Um, they're, they're away at Swindon this weekend and essentially I, I can't resist. Um, they are priced beautifully at nineteen to 20. They are second in the away league form table over the last... Six games, 15 points from 18 possible, conceding just two goals. They've been on fire away from home. And Swindon, you know, they do deserve credit for beating Fleetwood. Uh, They've actually uh, won their last two games, Swindon. Signs, they may be turning a corner. And I'm more than happy to give them credit for beating Fleetwood. Their other game was against Bristol Rovers. You know, we've just touched on. How we feel about uh, the gas at the moment? Uh, I'm not overly convinced. They had to do too much to win that game. Blackpool for me shoo-ins uh, for the playoffs. Uh, they've got so, they got four games in hand. Tom on Gillingham at the moment, and they're a point off Gillingham occupying that sixth spot. Uh, they got one of the best defenses in the league, and um, it's you know actually the third best defense in the league, and. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of Blackpool. I think they're dangerous. And 19 to 20, I, I honestly just can't resist.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, you're a much more forgiving man than I am because I wouldn't have gone anywhere near them <laughs> after last weekend. Uh, but yeah, they, they surely should be this, this really poor swing inside. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You'd think so.
0: You'd think so. And, and if they don't, I think they're probably banned for the rest of the season, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, hundred percent, completely
0: banned. <laughs> um, I've just got one more for uh, League One. It's firstly, it's kind of a, a dual tip here. So, firstly, I'm going to go for both teams to score again. This time, it's in the Portsmouth against Rochdale match. Um, Portsmouth, eight uh, Portsmouth uh, have gone eight consecutive games without a clean sheet. Rochdale have gone six consecutive games without a clean sheet. Um, so both sides here pretty leaky at the back at the moment Um, I'm also looking at goals in this game so we're going to bring back the old favourite of Rochdale over 3.5 so this game to be this game to be over 3.5 it's been a while is 11 to 5 so we're getting some decent value there Um, I'm just looking at the last couple of results for Rochdale, um, they beat Lincoln two-one, which is impressive, and then they they, they drew three-all with Peterborough. Um, and what they've done the last couple of games, Brian Barry Murphy in charge of Rochdale, he's changed the formation and they've started scoring goals again. They have also started leaking more goals again, but um, that's why we're going to tip over three-point-five goals because I think with this new formation that they're playing, they are more open, they're more attacking, and as a result. We're gonna see goals at both ends again. Um so yeah, just something I think potentially you can throw that in as an outsider with, you know, the the higher price Watford to score over two point five, maybe as a as a little higher price double. But I think you know that that could be something that comes in this weekend.
1: Read out some good notes there. Um I will read you word for word what I wrote down about the Portsmouth game. All right. Cool. One to two, not bad considering against a side odds on for relegation. Routine win. That's it. <laughs> so I'm grateful that you dug a little bit deeper and found some more value. Um, I just looked on the surface of things at one to two, but yeah, really appreciate that that uh, that research because you've possibly unearthed a little bit of a gem there. Yep. Um, anything else that you like the look of though in League One? No, happy to move on to League 2. Tom, I am on board with Bolton. They're playing against my most, not hated team at all, but the team that I fear for the most in League 2 and have done for a long time, which is Colchester United. Colchester now four points clear of the drop with Southend and Grimsby showing signs of life life really does come at you fast when you are as poor as colchester there was a period obviously when they were you know flirting with the playoffs at the start of the season now they're in a relegation fight to avoid the national league i still still think the bolton aren't playing their best um but they will win this game 7 out of 9 under 2.5 goals and four 1-0 wins in that nine, so almost half. Um, in on Bolton, obviously, they're uh, odds on at 4-6, to six, which uh, I totally understand. I think you could get under 2.5 as well, 8-11. to 11, You know, Bolton not exactly blowing teams away right now. But yeah, headline news, I'm in on Bolton.
0: Unbelievable. He's switched sides. He's jumped He's jumped to the ship. Welcome aboard, mate. Welcome <laughs> aboard. But yeah, I, th- I absolutely think you're right. This is the strongest tip for League Two this week for me. Um, and you're right. When you back Bolton, it's never quite as comfortable as you'd like considering they're on a really good run. You know, nine wins in the last 10 games and of those wins, uh, seven have been by just a one goal margin. So uh, they keep, your, uh, keep you on your edge of your seat.
1: Yeah, you can say so. But, you know, this should be as routine of a win in the EFL and the Premier League that we'll see this weekend. So,
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll take a look at Salford and Grimsby then. Um, under 2.5 goals in this game. I know you fancy this one yourself as well, Tom. Uh, 8-15 to is the prize for this game to be. Under 2.5. And if we just have a look at the stats for this game, I think we'll see why Uh, seven of the last eight Salford games have all been under 2.5 goals. And Grimsby, they've had five of the last six games under 2.5 goals uh, drawing five of those six games as well. So it seems as though neither of these sides are involved in, in very entertaining games at the moment. So it seems a logical route to go down here.
1: It does. Yeah, Salford haven't scored in six of their last seven. Un unbelievable to say this team is still within a playoff spot. You know, still within that that should still be their aspirations. Um but yeah, absolutely incredible statistics. Finally, uh round- rounding, sorry, off League Two is possibly one of my favourite away tips. Um this Friday, and that's Stevenage, a team that I used mm. to laugh at constantly. Uh, last season, they should have been relegated to the National League if it wasn't for Barry's demise. Uh, they're second in the form table over the last 10 games. They've played, far, played 10, Sorry, won five, drew five, and lost zero, conceding three goals. Oldham, one win in eight. Stevenage... Climbing nicely, Um, it's definitely, well, never say never in League 2, but I'm pretty confident that they're not going to make the playoffs this year. But they're they're showing a good springboard for next season where they could possibly uh, go on a little bit of an assault for that top seven. So, yeah, Mm. I'm really liking the look of Steven Inch away at Oldham, who, as we all know, are a little bit of a car crash. Uh, Seven to five. For Alex Revels, Bora.
0: I got. Yeah, I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I, th- I think this one will be oh. a draw. Personally, I think it will be a draw. Right. So eleven to five is a price for draw. Um, the last four consecutive Stevenage away games have all been nil nil, um, and three of the last seven Oldham games have also been nil nil. <laughs> so nil nil for this game. Is
1: 7-1. OK, I hear you. I respect that. Um,
0: but, yeah, I think that's it then. Sorry, League Two fans. If you feel a little bit short-changed, there's not an awful lot um, we like in this division this week. Um, some big games at the top of the league. You've got Cheltenham against Tranmere and Cambridge against Morecambe. Um, but, yeah, generally, in terms of betting, it's, it's a tough week in League Two.
1: Yeah, uh, we've said many times, haven't we, the most unpredictable league, I think, in the top four divisions. So it's uh, it's been that way all season.
0: So that wraps up all the tips. Uh, shall we look at recapping last week's Agonising Bomb Proof Treble?
1: Yes, we will. Uh, if you are new to the show, this is the part uh, where we talk about our Bomb Proof Trebles. We uh, review last week's and bring uh, new ones for you. So we put together all of those. Uh, stats etc that you just uh, heard on the show into some tips who back our own bets with £10 stakes with SpreadX and we hope that you guys only bet what you can truly afford to lose. It's very important to gamble responsibly so if you need any assistance there please let us know you can uh, send us a DM at any time. So yeah um, I, I mean I'll kick us off here uh, by talking about last week's Treble Tom, um, I'll talk about the two winning legs. Um, MK Dons at home to Doncaster, they were priced at evens, it won 1 0. Then we had Bristol Rovers to lose at home to Sunderland, 4 6. Sunderland got the job 1 0. And.
0: Yeah, then we had Blackpool. Um, we picked them to beat Plymouth, and they they could only draw 2 2.
1: Yeah, so agonizing there. Um, The treble. Uh, SpreadX boosted it, Tom. Was it 11 to?
0: 11 to 2.
1: 11 to 2. Yeah, just checking the notes here. Yeah, it was boosted to 11 to 2. So that would have been a lovely winner. Uh, Wasn't to be for late drama. Uh, We've got trebles each this weekend, obviously, with the return of the 92. So, Tom, just to specify, this is for Friday, uh, Saturday and Sunday if you've got Premier League, but no Monday EFL games.
0: Yeah. So for mine, uh, which I'll read out now, uh, it's all Championship. So this is all Friday. So we're on a pretty tight time schedule, aren't we, this weekend? So we're getting this out on Thursday. These games are on Friday. So if you're listening to it on Friday or Saturday, you've missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but hopefully there's still more that you can take from the show. Um so I'm going to go for an all championship treble. Uh, this will hopefully be boosted on the Spreadex website, but I'm going to read out the base odds right now because we're still waiting for the uh, for the boosted price to go live. So we're going to start off with Norwich away at Preston that's priced at 4 to 6, then Watford at home to Sheffield Wednesday, priced at 40 to 85, and finally Cardiff at home to Nottingham Forest priced at 23 to 20 and unboosted a 10 pounds example stake would pay 52 70 back
1: you bloody Judas well we're crap on Easter as well you have to turn your back
0: well there you um, go it's, it's appropriate isn't it <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh yeah i mean i'm not convinced by the the Cardiff result that you've tipped, but you know if it happens, it happens. Uh, Norwich and Watford, pretty self-explanatory, I think. Okay, yeah. So for my treble, uh, it's an all EFL treble. We are going to start in League One. We are going to revisit the Tangerines and Blackpool, despite them letting us down last week. I think they're going to come good. They are nineteen to twenty away at Swindon Town. We're then going to drop into League Two. Uh, we're going to go for Stevenage Borough that we've just mentioned, away at Oldham Athletic, 8-15. to And then we are also going to go for the one that Tom read out, the Sulfur Grimsby, under 2.5, priced at 7-5. to All that, unboosted, comes out at £71 off a tenner. Very much looking forward to seeing what we get from uh, SpreadX Boosted on that, Tom.
0: hmm Mm, mm. Yeah. Um as I said I have my doubts about Stevenage and potentially Blackpool. I don't trust them enough after last week, but they should win. But yeah, it's a Stevenage one which I have worries about, but the other two I think should be pretty
1: safe. It's interesting that it? we've both, we've both picked out where we think the other one's going to fall down. That doesn't always happen on the show.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't, but hopefully We'll both be proven wrong and uh, we'll have two successful trebles. So let's have a quick look now at fantasy. Well, we're not going to have a quick look at fantasy football because there was no fantasy football (laughs) just on autopilot there. Um, So fantasy football obviously had a week off because of the international break. So we'll come back to that next week. Um, Let's talk about social media.
1: Yeah, th- thank God, by the way, to don't have to talk about <laughs> fantasy football. I love it when we don't have to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, as we mentioned, it's really important that you give us a follow on social media this week of all weeks because the games are coming. I was going to say that classic thick and fast, but I'm going to mm. stop myself. Uh, the games are coming quickly <laughs> and we don't have time to do a- another full show. Uh, For Monday, so Twitter is going to be the exclusive spot for the tips. T underscore FB podcast is the place to be. Uh, Facebook, uh, there won't be any tips on Facebook, but you can enjoy some content there. Facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast. And if you ever want to email us with any inquiries, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com is the uh, place to do so.
0: Yeah, finally, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcast And, of course, uh, take advantage of that Bet25 Get25 offer at spreadx.com forward slash FBP.
1: Yeah, we got two really nice reviews, didn't we, Tom? Um, we did. Last week, was it the weekend, mm-hmm. possibly? Yeah,
0: last week, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was great to hear that uh, people are enjoying the show and, and took the time to... Uh, to jot that down on apple i believe that was so um, yeah. much appreciated
0: yeah absolutely so that i think uh, wraps up everything for this week's show we hope you've enjoyed it hope we've uh, given you some tips and some good things to think about for your accumulators this weekend please do get in touch uh, with whatever you've got on whether it's stuff uh, you've heard from the show your own tips whatever we love to see your bet slips and especially your winners we do Thanks for your time and good luck this weekend.